0: Welcome football fans, buckle up for another hard-hitting episode of Let's Talk XFL, the only podcast solely focused on the XFL. From a sunny Southwest Florida studio, here's your host Michael Lathrop. Hello football fans, this is episode 41, Fraudulent Draft Pool Access. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Royal Retros by 503 Sports. Royal Retros are the king of throwbacks. Royal Retros by 503 Sports provides a line of merchandise from legendary defunct leagues such as the XFL 1.0. If you have always wanted to get yourself a quality Las Vegas Outlaws He Hate Me or Los Angeles Extreme Tommy Maddox jersey, perhaps even an OG XFL's team's t-shirt, we have you covered. Simply click on the link provided in the show's description and notes and enter the code Let's Talk XFL at checkout to receive 10% off your purchase. As we inch closer to kickoff in February, we continue to get more XFL announcements and developments to cover. In addition, later in the show, I will be joined by running back Shannon Warren to discuss his football journey and XFL showcase experience. But first, we have those items to cover. So let's get to it. On August 10th, the XFL announced Sean Hayes as Director of Player Performance. In this role, Hayes will oversee player strength and conditioning programs as well as athletic development utilizing the league's hub in Arlington as a centralized training facility, where he will work with head coaches and staff to build training programs that will support and optimize player advancement. Hayes will oversee the full-time, on-site support from coaches and athletic training staff available to players. Prior to joining the XFL, Hayes' experience includes six years as a director of strength and conditioning for the WWE, four years with the Houston Texans, as well as stints with Penn State football, Penn State women's lacrosse, and Jacksonville University football. Hayes will report to Mark Ross. Then, on August 11th, former St. Louis Battlehawks director of communications and media relations, Brian Stahl, announced his return to XFL St. Louis. Stahl's Twitter post was not precise so it is unclear what role he will assume with the team's front office. Also, on August 11th, the Marquez posted on his Twitter account, Together Company officially, voluntarily, dismissed their trademark infringement complaint against the XFL. Included in the post was an image of the notice of voluntary dismissal. We are unaware of the developments between the two parties leading up to the dismissal, but moving forward, it appears the XFL can continue using its new branding and logo. Then, on August 12th, A legitimate and respected agency messaged and informed me of widespread false XFL draft pool invitations being sent and shared with players. The agency and staff member has requested to remain anonymous. Although the link is real, it has been copied from an invited player. Other agencies have shared the link with their clients, and players have shared it with fellow players. It has also appeared on multiple social media posts, allowing players to add themselves to the draft pool. According to the agency, the XFL have been notified, and the league will be going through the draft pool records to correct the breach. Players who would like to verify whether their inclusion into the XFL draft pool is legitimate, I recommend the following. If you have an agency, contact a representative for guidance. If not, contact the XFL directly for confirmation by using the league email included in your invitation. What should be a time of celebration and renewed focus players has turned into a time of uncertainty. The unfortunate reality is several of the players have essentially been scanned by agencies who claim to have their best interest at heart. I truly feel for those players who trusted their agents. It is my hope these players will move on from these agencies and find better representation. Then, on August 14th, I received an email from XFL Vice President of Communications, Jeff Alstadter, in response to the XFL draft invitation situation. The statement is as follows. The XFL is aware of a limited number of occurrences in which registration links included with personal draft pool invitation letters were forwarded to other players. As soon as the league was notified, we quickly determined where the shared link originated. Our football operations team is actively monitoring all registrations and confirming that all players who have accepted the opportunity to enter the XFL draft pool match our invitation list. As I have previously mentioned, I will now be joined by running back Shannon Warren to discuss his football journey and XFL showcase experience. Welcome, Shannon. I appreciate you taking the time to come on to the show to discuss your football journey and your XFL showcase experience. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. You played your collegiate ball at Division Three Howard Payne University in Brownwood, Texas. Can you take a moment and share how this opportunity came about? and what your
1: college experience was like for our listeners? At first, I was actually getting looked at from college scouts from D1 through D2, but some things happened in high school that made me not be able to do that. But Howard Payne was the only school that to left that actually still took that chance on me. And I, I'm grateful for Coach Sims allowing to let me come and show my talent out there. and. I played about a total of two to three years there. Those coaches really helped me out to become a, a better player and a better man for the real world. And I just take everything that they say with a grain of salt and just further my goal into playing in, in the next level. Awesome. While preparing for this interview,
0: I previewed your Howard Payne profile, and it mentioned you also attended North Texas University for only your sophomore year. Can you walk us through this and why you ultimately returned to Howard Payne University to finish out your collegiate career?
1: Yeah, well, before I went to UNT, I actually left my second semester from freshman year to go JUCO because I believe that I was able to play at the higher level. And so I went to Juco and then, and I tried to walk on at UNT. And I was talking to them for a little bit during that spring, but things didn't pan out the way that I intended it to. They were just back and forth saying that they want me on the team. And then they waited till like the next year to actually give me a chance. And I didn't want to keep waiting. I wanted to play football because I love the game too much and I can't just keep sitting out. And so, I decided to call my coach back from Howard Payne, and he decided to give me another chance to come back and finish out my career there. So did you stay for a semester or two at Northern Texas?
0: Just a semester. Oh, gotcha. Okay. And then you went right back to Howard Payne. There seems to be a stigma for players who haven't played Division One Power 5 school. Seeing you played your collegiate career at Division Three program How do you go about ridding yourself of that stigma and proving you're just as
1: good of a player, if not better, than those big school guys? It all started actually before I went to Howard Payne. When I talked to my coach from Howard Payne, they told me that my high school coach told all the scouts that were actually looking at me at the higher levels, basically telling them that they don't want me. Like they're in quotes, you don't want that kid, which broke me down. But overall, it was a blessing. Out, of, I got the blessing out of this that I have supportive parents that are both retired military and they raised me to never quit or give up just because somebody told me that or somebody's telling people that I'm not that person that they want, but they never gave me the chance to show them like how I am. Wow. No,
0: I mean, it's crazy you had that support system. Family can be important. Some people are blessed to have, you know, strong families and have that type of mentality instilled in them. And that's awesome that you remain focused. That's really cool. Since leaving school, you've had a stint with the Champions Indoor Football's Billings Outlaws. How did this opportunity come about and how has the arena indoor
1: version impact your game and skill set? It came about through my previous agent. She was helping me a little bit try to get on a team and the Billings Outlaws coach, Brian Smith, he contacted her asking for my information to see what I was doing before the season started. They transferred my contact information and we talked. He said that he wants me out there. So I decided to go out there and just play ball that league. And just being in the, in the arena environment, it's a lot. People say that it's like different or well, it is different, but it's not competitive. But really, if you haven't been in that, then you can't really say anything about it because it's it's a lot of ex-NFL vets, a lot of old school pros coached by NFL vets, NFL coaches. They know what they're doing. And it's basically the same thing as whether it's CFL, NFL It's just on a shorter field, and it's a faster pace.
0: For you as a running back, there's fewer linemen. How does that impact you without having so many blockers ahead of you? Or does that really force the receivers to kind of step up and become blockers as well? I mean, I've watched a little bit of arena, but I guess I never really focused on it from a running back perspective. How does that kind of
1: impact you? In your ability to perform? For a running back, it's difficult, but unless you know what you're doing, yeah, the linemen don't block as much. All you need is that two-second window to make find a hole and get in there. And yeah, yes, the receivers, they tend to actually help put in more effort to block, but it's actually more beneficial when you want to bounce it outside and just cut it up in the middle. I noticed you logged four rushing touchdowns
0: and a receiving touchdown in only four games played. If you don't mind
1: sharing, what led to your release? What led to it was just a lot of family issues going on and the money.
0: And I understand family is very important depending on what's happening.
1: So I'm assuming the pay just wasn't that good? Well, I wouldn't say it's the pay. It's the news came out with out in Montana with our manager. He wasn't really doing his job or that whole business. So most of our payments wouldn't be actually set in stone for us. They would always bounce and then he would own too many teams at one time and not even be able to help that specific team out for their season, which led to their downfalls. Ouch! yeah. Well, how was that
0: impacting the team before you left? I can't imagine that sat well with a lot of guys. Did that really impact the locker room?
1: Oh, most definitely. After I left, I know I stayed in contact with a few of them. And they told me that most of the team just they started to separate and do their own thing and either demand releases or finish out the season and then just go back home or go to a whole different team. Wow. I understand you participated at the XFL Texas Showcase. How was your experience? My experience out there, it was amazing, honestly. Just being around a lot of high-talented players and just being able to show that coming from a smaller school I could still play with those big-time players and just be able to stay at that same level or higher with them. Did you get an opportunity for any one-on-one interactions
0: with XFL coaches
1: or key staff members? Yes, sir. I talked to a few of them. I would remember Heinz Ward was one of the coaches. Bob Stoops was another one. I can't really remember off the top of my head, but...
0: What were they saying to you? Were they giving you tips? Were they just kind of commenting on your performance? I mean, what type of interaction was
1: that? Mostly just giving me tips on how to perform better and on my footwork and speed and agility and getting out of breaks. And then just commenting on how good I am or how a play that I would do or how just like how I would do like a route or do a drill. Awesome. So, how
0: do you feel you performed
1: at the showcase? In my opinion, I feel I performed pretty well enough to be on a team. It doesn't matter which team, but I know I am capable of making one of those eight teams.
0: I know it's too soon to probably have received any information back because it was just a couple of days ago. Yes, sir. Do you know what your 40 time was? Do you have any idea of how you performed in any particular drill outside of route running and comets? Anything with statistical uh, evaluations?
1: Do you have any idea? Not yet that I know of, but I remember after the whole event, they said that they would be sending out all the stats either this week, this next weekend, but no later than the start of next week, uh, Monday.
0: Yeah, from what I've heard, it usually takes about a week, week and a half. Most of the guys are receiving the information from the other showcases. Once the showcase wrapped up, did you hang around and attend the XFL town hall and announcement at Texas live? No, sir. I did not. Oh, uh, you know, I was just kind of curious. Cause there's a whole lot of people meeting. I mean, fans, media, there was a, a lot of other XFL executives. So I just thought, ah, you know, he might've hung around and kind of rubbed elbows, you know, <laughs> some people, but I, uh, Hey, you're all business. Can't fault that either. Focused on what you had to do outside of football. What have you been up to?
1: Outside of football, mostly just working, just trying to stay healthy, trying to stay conditioned whenever I get that call so I won't be out of shape. let like say I get the call and they'll just be like, are you ready? Just want to be able to not even say I'm ready, just show up and show that I am. You are represented by Level Up Sports. How did you link up with them? Because you mentioned you were
0: with somebody else previously. And how important have they been in assisting you throughout the process of pursuing your dreams?
1: I met them through Coach J on social media, and they've actually been helping me out a lot within these first, not even a couple of weeks. And I appreciate everything that they're doing so far.
0: Yeah, I can only imagine that, you know, there are differences in anything in life, but I hear there's big time differences between agents. So... I can only imagine what it's like to get with one that's really helpful. In the past, I've had an XFL executive on the show. So I typically provide each of my guests with an opportunity or a last plea. If an XFL coach or key staff member were to tune into this episode, what is there about you that is unknown that you want them to know? And why should they offer you a draft invitation and ultimately select you in the draft? over another player?
1: Because I have the physical and mental strength, the vision, the endurance, the agility, the speed and flexibility that is required at any type of higher level. And I know how to overcome fatigue, maintain concentration and remain prepared for all surprises on the field in order to win ball games. I know that teamwork goes beyond the team deciding to work together. I have the talent, the drive and the instinct to produce when doors open for the opportunity. And as a team player, I will and continue to share in victories, defeats, sufferings, discipline, and learn from my coaches and teammates. There is no I in team, as everybody says, and I am very humble and prefer not to be given praises for what I do. In order to be a successful football player, you must pay attention not only to the play at hand, but also to your surroundings. As a running back, that's what I do. I also see myself as a leader that will make sure we're all in this together. Shannon,
0: it has been a pleasure, and I appreciate you taking the time to come on to the show and talk with me about your XFL showcase experience and your journey overall. I hope you do receive an invitation to the XFL draft, but more importantly, get selected to play in the league in 2023. If so, I would love to have you come back so we can discuss how things are going for you and how your team's progressing.
1: Yes, sir. I appreciate you for having me. Thank you. You're
0: welcome. If some of our listeners wanted to follow you in your journey, where could they do
1: so? They could follow me on, for IG is at A-D Warren. So at A-D-W-A-R-R-E-N 13. And that's for Instagram and Twitter. Well, thank you, Shannon. Thank you. Welcome.
0: Although players have a passion for football in common, each player has a unique twist to their journey. Shannon is no different, which is why I believe it is important to share these players' stories. The diversity of backgrounds and pathways helps to strengthen a team. It is simple. Unique experiences make teams more diverse. A league like the XFL is constantly setting the bar with innovation and is focused on leaving no stone unturned in finding talent. This bodes well for players like Shannon and for the XFL fan base. Where we will see the best collection of available talent for 2023 and beyond. There has not been any Let's Talk XFL fan line messages this week. If you have a comment, question, or hot take and would like it to be heard on the show, reach out to Let's Talk XFL fan line by calling 863 Talk XFL or 863 825 5935. Doing so, your message could be included in an upcoming episode. All good things must come to an end. This concludes another episode of Let's Talk XFL. As always, I am interested in receiving your feedback. So do not be a stranger. Reach out to let me know your thoughts. And if you do so, your comments might just make it on the show. But before you go, do not forget to subscribe and rate the show on your platform or choice. One last thing. If you're interested in checking out our friends over at Royal Retros by 503 Sports, do not forget to click on the link in the show's description and notes, as well as that sweet code, Let's Talk XFL, for 10% off your purchase. Thank you for tuning in. Till next time, cheers. Thank you for tuning in to today's show. Don't forget to subscribe and rate Let's Talk XFL on your platform of choice. Follow Let's Talk XFL on Facebook and Twitter at Let's Talk XFL. Do you have a question or topic you would like to have addressed on the show? Message the show via social media or send an email to letstalkxfl at gmail.com.